fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 What's up, everybody? It's Sunday, February 26th, 2012, episode 108 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt. My name's Ian. Hey, what are you doing over there? How's that laptop? Uh, it's pretty sweet. I'll it's, tell you. It's uh, well worth the investment, I believe. It, it, there's something to be said about doing pawn shopping. Uh, you you find some crazy yeah, if, stuff. If you do it right, you know. It, right. You got to know that when you go into a pawn shop, that sticker price isn't. The sticker Firm. price, right, right. It's not. It's not really what they want. Not for to it. be confused with dispensaries or, <laughs> a, you know, your local Walmart. But yes, at pawn shops you can haggle. Yeah. Now, what if a yeah. pawn shop was a dispensary and they had like sticker prices on like cannabis? Could you, like, I'll give you ten. I mean, look at that. Let Let's look at it under the under the light. <laughs> I'll give you ten. Come on. Let's be honest. But then, if it, if it was if if you employed the same pawn shop mentality, somebody could bring in a half ounce and be like, uh, "Could you loan me fifty bucks on this?" Right, right, true. Like true. I'll be back right. in a week so to pick it up. I, I, I would do it like pawn <laughs> star. So, what are you trying to do with this? You want to sell it? Or you want to pawn it? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna sell it. I'll give you ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, I was hoping to get two hundred. All right, I'll meet you halfway at fifty. <laughs> I've watched that show. I can haggle. And then you have to come in every week and make a payment. Otherwise, it's going to get smoked. Otherwise, I'm smoking it. (laughs) All of it. It goes by. All of it. And then I'll show you the video of your weed going through the pipe. (laughs) So you can watch your precious nugs But you'll have to buy it for another. Um, (laughs) We got a voicemail played. I want to play for you guys. If you ever want to leave us messages on the show, we will play them. Just try and specify like this lovely lady did at the beginning of the show, which show the voicemail is for because this is we're cheap here at a uh, jam hole hot box corporate we don't have much of a budget so we have one line 406-204-4687 you can leave a message for us at the hot box for me at the jam hole for the buffer overflow show whatever so uh this is this i want i want to call some attention to this this is how a voicemail for a podcast should be left not long and drawn out this is 12 seconds to the point. This is what I want to say. Thank you. Goodbye. So, take notes, guys. Hey, this is Shauna from Illinois. I was just listening to episode 107. I have to say, out of all the episodes I've listened to, I've never laughed so hard. Keep it up, guys. Bye. Boom. Short and sweet. Yeah, to the point. She laughed. She liked it. She called. She let us know. Yeah. You got a cell phone. Sweet. It's not going to cost you money to call 406-204-4687. You get, you get free long distance, right? Should you be. Should. So, hey, if you hear something you like or something you disagree with, more importantly, please <laughs> give us a call live during the shows, and we'll always post on Twitter, on Facebook, and all that stuff on the Hotbox page, on the Google Plus Circle, or you can call when the show's not live and leave a message, and then we will play it. So, uh, that's how it's done. Uh, before we get into... We had a pretty interesting night last night. We don't usually uh, talk about our personal lives on this show in particular, but just what we did last night, like, I, I have to. <laughs> but first, of all, I just want to mention, because Whitney Houston died a while ago, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but did you hear what Tony Bennett came out, like, right after it happened? And he, he comes out as, like, you know what? We've lost so many 
stars to drugs, to drugs in general. Yep. And you know what? I'm sick of it. We should just legalize it all. And I kind of got to thinking about it, and, like, maybe that's not the reason to be spurred to make a statement like this, like, after someone just OD'd, because... With stars, it's not, they don't have a problem getting it. They're not, you know, they have the problem of having an unlimited amount of income. Like for the normal people, that regulates our drug use for the most part. And, you know, we don't OD as, I mean, people OD all the time, regardless of what. But I feel like if I had an unlimited amount of money, I maybe might not have, you know, made it as far in life as I have. And we see that with, you know, stars a lot. So I feel like maybe that's not. The reason why he should be, he should have he should have waited maybe and been like you know this drug war is ridiculous or any I mean there's there's a ton of other things he could have pointed to and been like this is why we need to stop this I don't know if maybe particularly her death is why but I mean it's good they came out and said it I guess right or is that yeah I mean it's a weird catalyst like you said for yeah, that the, you know like oh we lost another star fuck it let's legalize let's stuff let's party you know yeah, like like yeah. I don't know if that's going to reduce the amount of overdoses but I I mean I'm behind that just because I think natural selection should be uh embraced sure and if and that's, if yeah, you know, self control is part of uh I think an evolutionary process and of the sorts. life of a star kind of i mean that's it's it's almost on an, an accelerated timeline compared to the life of the rest of us like you get so much money at once and then all of a sudden you just live everything in that moment almost it, yeah and there's a lot to be said about you know think about artists uh, uh that Obviously, drugs have enhanced their musical ability. Right. In know? moderation, though. I don't think anyone's ever been well, enhanced I don't, you dying know, think in about, a bathtub. Think about you know? Jimi Hendrix, you know, putting hits of acid in his, in his headband. You know what sure. I mean? So while he's sweating on stage, he's getting higher and higher. Right. And so, like, but but that... that he was good at LSD, though. Right. I mean, <laughs> that, that enhanced his musical ability. And then you have, like, Bradley Noel from Sublime. Do you think it has that, to do with the drugs, then? Do you think if he would have been on crack cocaine, that well, would have enhanced the, his No, his I don't think so at all. I mean, I think that... That's uh, interesting. You know, then. from it, my personal experience, you know, playing guitar or another instrument, uh, hallucinating, I feel like I, I'm more creative or something. Sure. I, I don't know if I have the patience to, like, put the guitar down every five minutes to take a hit of a rock you know what i mean like right. you know you, you, maybe if i was you gotta do one or the, the other the words to the song then right. maybe because right. i'll just spit out like a thousand of them and put it together somehow but right but you know like musical I think with wise, other yeah. drugs it's like you either are doing that drug or you're doing something else like it's hard to kind of multitask right. with some of those yeah. things but with some of the hallucinogenics or like i was saying with bradley noel like about uh, uh you heroin. know his heroin use sure like it's it's obvious that that's an influence on his music you right know? And i almost feel like the different drugs do have like a different kind of mood set to them or a different use well, case almost heroin almost if you have jitters going up in front of a bunch of people like that's gonna calm you down a lot. i mean yeah you know it, you, you look know. at country music that's probably alcohol induced or meth okay 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Okay, not. I was gonna yeah. say more like but alcohol, death, sure, speed the metal kind of thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then I you got, and then you have genre. like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like, uh, you know, uh, like Grateful Dead and Fish and widespread and things, and that's kind of a, a hallucinogenic kind of influenced musical background. You know what I'm saying? I think that. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that have said that you can't truly appreciate that music until you've uh, experienced it yeah, hallucinating, I can see that. or at least in person, or you right. know, having a uh, having an experience necessarily having with the that. visual performance to go along with right. the auditory. Yeah, right. and I'm sorry, he actually did. Now that now that I look at it again, he did come out and say that the war on drugs is a failure and is more harmful to society than the drugs themselves. So that, that, that is good. He didn't totally be like, well, she OD. <laughs> okay, let's part. party. Yeah, right. Just, <laughs> just for, you know, on the record, that's what he said. So, uh, for marijuana well, offenses alone, there were over 850,000 arrests in 2010 and 88% of those were for simple possession. 88,000. Um, 88%. I was in court on Friday f- huh. appearing for a traffic, uh, ticket little, uh, of sorts. Speeding ticket. Well, no, I I had a headlight out, and uh, then my I guess my registration was overdue by thirty two days, I mean, and your so car uh, like marijuana, but okay, <laughs> right. So I had to go and and I went and registered my car, obviously, and then I went and proved it to the judge. But um, <laughs> obviously, the, the, right? The, the it was so funny because I had like the lamest. I was there for the lamest reason, you know, everyone else that was there was like third DUI, you know, some girl, some underage girl got an MIP, a DUI possession of marijuana. You know what I mean? Like a whole bunch of shit. I think I know who that was. (laughs) Yeah, probably. She's burst. She burst into tears, you know, and then standing in front of the judge freaking out. She was driving a car without insurance, no register. I mean, it was like a scene, you know, a classic scene that's reenacted every every week, every week. And then court. The person right before me had a simple paraphernalia possession charge, and her fine. We're filling our court system with you know important things. Right, her fine was three hundred and ninety-five dollars for a paraphernalia possession charge. Three hundred and ninety-five dollars. How much did that pipe cost? Right. Well, and (laughs) you know, like I'm dealing with a lot of people not wanting to renew their cards because the 150 bucks is expensive. Oh, really? It's like okay, so the 150 bucks or 395 for just paraphernalia, and then it's on your record. So, like, what's more expensive? Like uh, the 150 bucks? Is that a lot of the reasoning you you find lately? Is the money? Yeah. People just are broke. Yeah, and people like don't want to get their medical. You know, it's like laziness. Too like do people f- don't want to get their medical records together, or like you know, it's just like it seems like it's almost too it's much a work. Big to do, yeah, yeah. Like they got to plan it out. And it's that's this big thing. Not everybody. I mean, is that what the? I mean, one of the purpose for the, restricting the the laws, obviously. You know what? And the other thing is misinformation. There's a lot of people oh, yeah. that think you still need two doctors, or that you need you know to do some things that you don't I'm need to sure do. If you took a survey on even let's just consider just Facebook, that okay. there would be some people that are are operating under guidelines that never even existed. Absolutely. Just they heard from Absolutely. somebody. And oh, that's 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 that's, that's a, a slap huge in the face part. to people like us who are trying to help educate. Like, you know, you can ask a question, but people think that they know. They they don't want to ask. They think that they know through word of mouth, it's like that's it, the I law. Heard it through the you grapevine know, and, and now this is you right. know, if I say if I tell I ask you if you're a cop and you say no, then you can't arrest me. You know, it's that whole thing. It's, it, right, which isn't true. Exactly. They it's can not, still say no. 
now. True. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> still arrest you. Um, I think misinformation is a big thing. You know, I always have, I have people that come in all the time and they're like, oh my God, what am I going to have to do to renew my card? Like, can I even do this anymore? And it's like, bring yeah, in their firstborn. All like- you got to do is call the doctor, make an appointment, have them fill out your paperwork, bring it in. We'll fill out the rest of it and send it off to the state. There you and, go. and things aren't that much different. Oh, and bring one fitty. Right. Right. To the doctor, though, like right. not to me. Well, and I so mean, if you want to send one to, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can bring bug fifty to me if you if you <laughs> so choose. Podcast. But, com slash you know how I like to get mine. You so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I it's in it's the process of getting your card isn't any different if you have. If you really have a qualifying condition, it's no different. You have to go to one doctor with your medical records, period. Right. And that's how it's been since the medical marijuana program started. Now, if you don't have a qualifying condition, then you have to see two doctors. And so there like, was if, changes. Some things that used to qualify don't qualify under the new laws, or is everything no, still the, the same? same? It's it is. the same. Okay. Yeah. Chronic pain is still like a qualifying condition, which is a majority of people have their cards Was there for. something in the legislation that they wanted to change some Absolutely. That they wanted through. to get okay, rid of They what, wanted to get rid of chronic I, pain. I thought I read something that said they did, but he must have threw those out then, those, it, those correct. parts of it. Okay. Correct. And so, well, they were actually not included in SB 423. Okay. So they they didn't have to put a provision against that. Gotcha. Um, but it, it's it's if so if you don't have proof of a qualifying condition, then yes, you're gonna have to get two doctors' recommendations if you don't have like empirical evidence of your ailment. Like if if if, if you're not in a wheelchair or missing an arm, r- or, right? Or if you have you know uh, X-rays or MRIs recently, or if you've been to your other doctor for your ailment recently, then it's it's not any different. It's it's the same process, and I think that. Well, and shouldn't you be using the same records? I mean, yeah, and it's not any different. Assuming. You know, like if you got your card last year and you still have your medical records, you just need to go home, grab those, and go to the doctor. Like it's You're not, set. it's not any different. And I think a lot of people like because of of all the hype during last summer when the law changed. Like there was a couple things that probably were said online, or just they heard from a friend, or whatever. And a lot of it is completely inaccurate. So. I'd be curious to also see maybe how much of that misinformation is purposefully fed into certain channels, either I don't via think, fake Facebook accounts or you I don't, don't think, think so? No, I think it's usually word of mouth. You know, like some, do you think the newspapers it's, it's, do their it's own It's your job? paranoid friends saying, oh, okay. no, that's it's totally illegal. No, you, you know, like, oh, man, you can't do that. You go, oh, two doctors and, and you're fucked. You know, you're, you're not going to get your Jones card. You're worshiping fair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to have to come back to me for your bags because your provider is not going to be there. And, and, you know, just like it's just random, yeah. like, and gossip. then the people just are lazy to the point where they don't want to take the time to go investigate for themselves which is i mean then sitting on your hands then you have spend, the arm. then pay the fines i mean if you get caught then that's I mean, that's your deal that's i mean and, and it, it sucks because 395 dollars just to that could have got you your card pipe. and your first like ounce, ounce. You and know what I mean, you and you and have a ten dollar donation to the MTCIA. You know, like, yeah, you have your, you and then you have an entire year of your get out of jail free, paranoid free smoking, right? And I'll tell you what, when you're paranoid free smoking, your high is so much nicer. It really the, is. It is. It's a little it's, smoother. Uh, it's it's there, is there something to be said about you're not, you're not op- looking through the Venetian blinds thinking, constantly. I mean, right. you may still be. I don't know what ails you, but <laughs> you, you know, I'm not. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that, that's cool. Tony Bennett, 
Right on. He's old. Goodness. We're getting old. Yeah, no doubt. So, um, <laughs> let's talk about something totally random before we steer it back to some more uh, medical marijuana and marijuana issues. I just want to j- just bring some attention, not that it needs it, but, man, there is a roller derby scene in this valley, and, wow. Random, huh? Random. And the 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 Flathead County Fairgrounds come down and see roller derby. It's was completely off base, wasn't it? Oh like, yeah, like it, it was a whole like costume show. Yeah, and the girls were like in with their own like wow, girls painting their faces all up and it, it doing was, like war paint. And, and that place was packed, dude. Oh, they yeah. parked like a mile yeah. away. It seemed like yeah. holy shit. No, it was, it's it's a cool kind of random unique event, especially for this. Part of the country. Right, and now like, when I say roller derby, and I, I went into it envisioning what I used to watch on TV as a kid on, you know, just a random television channel that was broadcasting. It was the real roller derby where they're in a roller derby arena with the the course that's actually tilted, and they, like, haul ass, you know, the right. professional stuff, which I get this is amateur, and they're they're all learning and stuff. But, yeah, it was just a big open area with the, you know, the, the, track. the track lined out, and they just went in circles and threw bows. And, you know, I noticed a lot, a lot of those girls used what they shake when their mommy give them the, their butts just bumping and like, damn, right? right? The shit. body, ch- that one chick that was like yeah. body checking other ones, just like into the bleachers, out like, of my way, bitch. Wow. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those girls got intense. Dude. Oh yeah. They were I was impressed. It. I was impressed. They're I mean, there was a it. crowd there. They were a performer. You know? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Flathead cleaned the fuck up too. Like Dude, at one point, so the score people. was like sixty oh, to two. I thought you meant like the fairgrounds on how oh. much admission they charge because ten bucks a ticket for a two hour. Eight I mean, if eight if you bought them if beforehand. you got free, right? You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? But there probably was what six hundred people there, seven hundred people there. All the bleachers were packed. Yeah, all, all the chairs. chairs. Were I mean, it was pretty much standing room only. Yeah, like yeah. there was a lot of people standing too because they couldn't get two or three seats together. Yep, you or somebody I mean? else took their seats. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah wow i mean i i have heard of it i read about it on facebook when it pops up in my news feed but i've never actually been to one and yeah, it was it, my first one too so it was kind of interesting was a trip, and man. plus was you know supporting local events and you know that's what i'm saying key, like yeah you know like that's not something i guess that you see every day here you know like rodeos and and monster yeah, trucks that's what you and, normally and, the 4-h club is in there showing off their prize pig right like usually that's right. what the use of that fairground yeah, is not a bunch of girls in tights pushing each I other know. over slamming around like way rather look at that than pigs i'll just say the blonde bombshell whoever that chick was man when she was skating i was just like wow <laughs> that, that was just the form and the movement <laughs> I, I was i was kind of hypnotized it was pretty cool you sent me that text. Was, that girl can skate, you know, like in parentheses. Like that girl can. I, I made skate. sure to do the little air quote things in my head as I was typing. Yeah, like, right, bro. You know what I mean? Is, you, is the girl sitting next to you watching you text? Like that girl was can she skate. watching? Yeah, that girl can yeah. skate. Uh, it, was, it was a good time though. It was a fun something completely different to do. And I, I think the next one was what April eighth or something. So nah, I didn't. I didn't. But know. those girls, the, that team got annihilated. Yeah. That one girl. Yeah. It was it, towards the end. It did get kind of boring because it was 
the intermission was long, and I didn't want to leave because the truck was like an hour away to get my smokes or anything. Oh, so I we totally just sat there. Yeah, I know. We, we just left. totally sat there. And we we drove around and and smoked a dupe and, and then came went back to the store and got a Red Bull to and bring then, it back like, to marijuana back. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we blazed on the way. <laughs> Enduring intermission. Enduring, yeah. So, but yeah, very. That was that was cool. That was definitely something different. It wasn't your your typical. Let's go out and and do something in in Kalispell here, right? Roller derby, and right. this the girls were local. It was cool seeing you know right a lot people of people that. that you may know. Or you know what it reminded know. me of? It's so terrible. <laughs> it it's like the NASCAR of the valley here. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like. Here's, Not even close. We have a racetrack. Haven't you ever been up to the racetrack? Yeah, track? yeah. I feel like it's a lot of like the, those those audiences are. There's Intermix, a lot of intermingling genes. I mean, maybe not a lot of different genes, but there's a lot of uh, intermingling. But it was a really cool uh, atmosphere and everything. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Now, how are you going to segue that into cannabis? Oh, so speaking of <laughs> lesbians in tights, no. <laughs> <laughs> we have the DOJ. Well, actually, I, I can go off lesbians and oh, tights. I was gonna call Miley the- Cyrus smokes pot. Yes, she says she's not a big pothead. She said it was salvia the, the very first time she got caught. I remember because we talked sure. about it on the show because back before medical here, we before we would say that we were smoking salvia on the show, and she used that same cop out. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> so and and since. And Miley Cyrus's nickname is Hannah Montana. Yep. See, and, I can bring it right back to Montana, in Montana too. Montana and, and since we're talking about smoking <laughs> marijuana in Montana. Yep. See? That's good. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Um so <laughs> Do we have another study? Uh yeah. Uh, uh, Was that says the Montana? The Colorado Independent. Oh, um, but was this it? is a this is a study that came out of uh, Montana State University, nice, and the San Diego State University were involved in the hand study. in hand on the internet. Um, yep, uh, study is titled "High on Life." Mm. Mm. Interesting. Which that's pretty it's, decent. It's our motto, I guess. right? Rocky Mountain High. I mean, it's, yeah, it's fitting. So, uh, suicide rates fall oh. when states legalize medical marijuana. Says new study. Really, that's interesting. I thought so as well. Huh. So suicide rates among young males declines markedly after states legalize medical marijuana. Professors at Montana State University and San Diego State University were involved in the study. This, um, and then what does it say down here? I wonder so, if that has to do particularly with the ailments that it's being prescribed for, because. That's almost a side effect of pot. If it, try this yourself, it, I used to do this as kind of an experiment in a, in a previous relationship. But whenever <laughs> you're having an argument or about to have an argument with your significant or insignificant other, sit down and take like three bong rips, and then continue. You know, try to resume where you left off. I guarantee you will not give a. F- Fuck about whatever it was you guys were just arguing Possibly. about. Um, well, it, unless it's you know, or, or I need you, may you have... to stop drinking and ha- live more <laughs> sober than not so. You know, unless it's something crazy like that. But, but I think usually the issue is dull, petty bickering, right? Yeah. So I can see that as a side effect of it working with anyone who's using it for cancer. If they were depressed, maybe they find themselves not as depressed, and maybe that's just enough. To make a noticeable change in the trends, absolutely. So, um, That's interesting. Uh, the the authors and co-authors, K. 
can't say conclusively why the suicide rates fall, um, but they did offer evidence that marijuana acts as an antidepressant when used moderately. But also note that using marijuana in larger amounts can actually lead to depression. Um, uh, I, I want to blow my fucking brains out right now <laughs> as I load this bowl. Just, I'm too lazy to go get the gun. Right, right. <laughs> So they also note that the sale of alcohol to young males declines in states that have legalized medical marijuana. Whoa, and- whoa, whoa. For real? Yeah. That is- now, I like that because that also has to do with the other studies that we're going to talk about next, which is the whole teen driving issue. If medical marijuana is – more kids are going to get it, which that's not true, but let's – Let's entertain the the notion that that more teens are going to get and they're going to drive and they're going to have more wrecks, which if that shows that more teens are buying less alcohol, which will also have a... a, some effect, sort of impression on the road. Or effect on the road in as a whole and on right. these studies. Right. Because less kids are drunk driving. That, that's Correct. really crazy, man. Wow. And so... And so uh, and it's also good to note that alcohol is a known depressant. Like that's not a that's not right. a secret Which about alcohol. Which means if people are buying less alcohol, they're ingesting less depressants. Correct. Which elevates their overall mood. Correct. Add the marijuana on top of that, and there and of, you go. of course, being depressed or or abusing any substance can lead to depression and suicidal thoughts. Of course. Um, one thing that I'd like to. Uh, uh, segue into or highlight mm-hmm. about this article is this comes out of a, a the Colorado Independent and um, it's 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 kind of like the polar opposite of what our local media has to say about cannabis. Really? So here's a Colorado our local media or correct. the commenters on that local media because if you're Local media should be unbiased. Like, take the Daily Interlake, our local newspaper, for instance. They are <laughs> right. not going to publish an article saying anything positive about cannabis. Right. Only the Colorado the Independent stuff. is okay. like, hey, here's a here's a positive thing to notice about <laughs> medical marijuana. And so, right. like, and then if you is, look at how well the program in Colorado is working, it's that's like, what I was going to say. They is have, that playing to their audience? Does does the Daily Interlake or the Flathead Beacon know who their readers are? Because I I've, think that they're trying to probably. I, I I mean, or are they trying to set a a shade of of some sort of? I bias? think they're trying to color the the situation a certain do color. That. A paper where, shouldn't do that. And and obviously the this Colorado Independent is also coloring this issue a certain color, but they're they're coloring it in a more positive. Well, are they light. doing more than just presenting the facts of the study? Mm, well, no. Can, could you, no. if you were paid no. to, could you negatively spin that study? Uh, if you, other than fudging statistics or whatever, could you, you know, I don't think so. I okay. mean, so other, maybe than, they were other just... than saying that, uh, you know, young males are smoking pot, more pot in these, in these States. Okay. And, you know, even though suicide rates are down and, and, and alcohol sales are down to young adults, but now they're, now they're smoking dangerous drugs. I mean, you could spin it that way. Which the question then should be what, what is the negative downside of more people smoking pot? Because so far we have two up, up sides to it right now. Well, I think that's why it's such a controversial issue in the first place sure. is that some people think that it's negative that people are getting high. Right. Or they don't want to set that sort of standard for the younger generations that say, you know, it's okay to do this, which uh, I don't know. I mean, the, you should educate them on the facts and then, you know, maybe let them make a choice once they're able to. But I don't know if you should deter or 
you know, kind of sure. push them into it, you know. Um, so speaking recently at the University of Denver, Amanda Riemann, Ph.D., the director of research at Berkeley Patients Group and a lecturer at the University of California, Berkeley, said that marijuana has medicinal value even for people not suffering from one of the ailments that medical marijuana laws typically allow people to use marijuana for. She goes on to say, um, that we believe that drug use is inherently wrong, which is why it is hard for us to believe there are responsible users. Do you really have to be sick to get a benefit from cannabis? She asked rhetorically. Um, she then says that when you ask people why they smoke marijuana, the most common answer is that it helps them relax. The word medical is redundant when talking about cannabis. Relaxation itself is medicinal. So, I, I, and I've said this before that I think inherently cannabis is a stress reliever. Right. Everybody has stress. PTSD. So, right. Even daily stressors. You're yeah. The stress of life, you know, and, and if you're able to alleviate that, you will see a physical, like, improvement. And anecdotally, like, my day job is very labor-intensive. Like, I'm lifting, you know, 50 or 800 pounds, depending on how many I carry. Uh, I notice a lot, and I know it's in my mind, <laughs> because it, it just is, but when I smoke, uh, the jugs seem a lot lighter. And sure. I'm in a lot better mood, and I'm happy, and I'm smiling when I'm doing my job. Like, when I don't, I mean, I'm not like, you know, fuck you, everybody, but I'm just... It, it, things, you know, I don't know. It, it's it, it's a different filter on you know something that I can do with my eyes closed because I've done it so much, you know, for year after year that it, it elevates. You know, it, it lets you see everything through a different kind of lens, and it's 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 nice, you know. And also notice if I do it too much, though, that that starts to go away, which you know, sure, you got to moderate, of course. But sure. it, it's interesting that it, it's I don't know. Um, Physiological. The executive director of Safer, the Safer Alternative for Recreational Enjoyment. Uh, his name is Mason. Yeah, Mason Tavert. Yeah, him. yeah. We have um, him on some specials from the old Helena Symposium pieces that uh, I recorded, and uh, yeah, I think he's been on the show a few times. He's okay. cool. I like Mason. So he says that we know marijuana has medicinal value, and we know that people living with pain sometimes kill themselves. He yep. added that the connection with alcohol use was intriguing. Every credible study ever done proves that marijuana is safer than alcohol. Yep. Um, the Colorado Independent contacted numerous mental health suicide prevention organizations, but could not find anyone willing to comment on this article. Interesting, really. Yeah. Because of their job, they would be quoted. Who knows? Or? Needless to say, though, uh, the article goes on. Other studies have reached other conclusions regarding the effect of marijuana on mental health. For one such perspective, um, we should probably click here. Well, I wonder if those are the things that we've heard that they're like, you know, certain certain types of personalities don't react well with it. Or maybe their endocannabinoid system isn't as well suited for handling that with whatever else is imbalancing their mind state, you know, like people right. that are anxious to begin with, or I, I don't know. It, it, that's interesting. I, it'd be interesting to talk to an actual psychologist about it, you know? 
Um, so then when you click on the link to see the other perspective, of course it takes you to parents, the anti-drug, you oh, know, and yeah. it's like drug information, marijuana facts. Wait, you know? I have to raise my kid? And like it's that. like, you know, uh, today's <laughs> teens are smoking a more potent, potent oh, form of marijuana. Up. We've it, heard that. Yeah, so, exactly. So and it says that, you know, marijuana can pretty much cause schizophrenia. Really? Yeah. Shut so, up. And, and I think that if, if you've. The only thing that causes any- schizophrenia in your kid is your effed up genetics. <laughs> okay, like if you want someone to blame, blame you and your husband or you and your wife, whatever the case may be. Um. So, and I think that I think that with uh, mental uh, deficiencies or differences or whatever that you would has like to, to be treated to, on a case by case. Well, it's kind of like what 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 comes first, the chicken or the egg? You know, True. is it is it that you already had that underlying condition, the psychosis to begin Correct. with, that the marijuana or, unlocked it, or exactly? I can't. Yeah, and I, even I mean, then, I bet it's different uh, on an individual. It's all about chemicals, and when you come down to it, in your brain, somebody has a little bit more of something, and you know they go off their rocker. And so the one thing that I find interesting in these studies, oh, of course, this is from a 1987 source. Well, I like to keep things up to date, you know, fresh. Yeah. I was seven when that came out. I'm 31 now, neither here nor there. That's fine. So the one thing that I find interesting is that when when these sites list information about marijuana, even even spinning this around and making it seem like a really dangerous thing to be doing, Mm -hmm. they don't actually like... They don't talk about the real risk of cannabis use, you know, right. especially in young young adults or or young teens. Well, because that would ab- be making a difference, right? About you know how your brain is still developing until you're yep. into your early and mid twenties, and any and kind of correct anything, and, and that can inhibit that. the development of uh, complex emotions, which um, is interesting because they're so quick to just pump a lot of these kids that have like say ADD or autism or something like that. Full of like full of some drugs. crazy drugs, some mm-hmm. crazy drugs, amphetamine based. I mean, like some, and they're some... still developing. So how is that okay? Like that's it stunts their that's mental so development. Mind blowingly, like right up front to me. Like, I how do they not see that? The only thing I can think of is that they don't give a shit about trying to help. Really, they're trying to push this drug prohibition agenda that that is Correct. only beneficial to the prison systems and you know those others involved. And so you and so is what I find disappointing is is they'll talk about the depression, the suicidal thoughts, schizophrenia, and all these risks with cannabis, but they don't actually mention like the risk that is is kind of everyone can agree on right young people 12 to whatever using drugs is going in to inhibit general, not in general just that yeah. not just cannabis but caffeine nicotine alcohol yeah, sugar. and all the other like illicit drugs really picky about that stuff you know like anything that your kids are ingesting if you're a good parent you should be keeping an eye on that um not not mentioning i i, I don't know like that I think that that would hit a little closer to home saying like, you know, you might not notice the effects now, you know, to some 14 year old smoking pot. But like this is going to stunt your uh, emotional and rational mind from developing. Here's an idea. Save the pot for when they're 17 and going through their first breakup and wanting to kill themselves because that that's maybe a better time to let, let them have it. 
Here, um, this helps. And then, you know, I don't know about you, but this, I mean, this article that's obviously bashing cannabis is saying that, you know, uh, teenagers 12 to 17 who smoke marijuana um, are more likely to have thoughts about committing suicide. I don't know too many 12 to 17 year olds that haven't considered suicide. Right. Well, I mean, it's you're, yeah. you're hormonal, you're emotional. Look you're, at what they're fed you're, on TV. You're the going through emo. all these changes and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember yeah. like, I didn't feel like I had any friends at one point and no, life exactly, sucked dude. and everything was miserable. And, and I just, I didn't want to live anymore, but it's like, that's like, Every, a, I think that's a thought that you just go through that's a little, and you deal with and yep. you move on. Unfortunately, some people don't move on from that point, right. but is it the drug's fault or is it their conscious fault? Or what about how many – I mean we see this all the time on Facebook as uh, and, and commercials about the whole It Gets Better campaign where a lot of these you know homosexual kids were getting made fun of at school and then they would kill themselves because they, they were like, this sucks. And so all these successful homosexuals came out and they were like, you know, look, it gets better after high school. Like that's not the right. end of the world. And, right. This isn't I mean, your life right people, now. Like, yeah, but what I'm saying, like that, that whole I'm depressed, like that's a part of everyday growing up. That's the environment and the society that we have created or the past generations have created for us that you have to grow up in. Like that's just part of life now, isn't it? I mean, everybody does that. And, and part I of agree. natural selection. You know, I, I mean, the ones that do kill themselves, then okay. Then they, you know, they, they made they a choice. Contribute, then fine. That's okay. Maybe you're curious what's next. Okay, like whatever the reasoning is. Who cares? Like, yeah. I, I think, know. and and I think that the reason why drugs are always blamed, or it's uh, the easy. It's like, oh my, like just because that individual fruit. is using a drug, you know, everybody's so quick to want to blame. Something on someone or something, you know, right. something we can't take bad responsibility happens. for ourselves for being terrible fucking parents because we want the school system to teach our kids everything. And the school system is. And then when the parents when do. something goes wrong with your child, of course, it's the drug's fault, not the kids, of course, or yours. Or my there's friend, no accountability check this out, dude. My friend, my best friend back in junior high in like ninth grade in 10th grade, he killed himself. And his dad told my dad to bring, you know me over to the house because he was concerned about me and he blamed it on and th this kid like his dad was just terrible you know and it, the, he started drinking my friend did and and it was he was drinking he was happy when he was smoking pot but neither here nor there his dad says it was the nirvana music that we were listening to that really oh, made him do it right and to watch out for that right and i was he so, was drinking, and that's and you <laughs> like it. It was weird. I had never experienced anything like that before, and um, th that was that was the scapegoat back then, right? Before oh, yeah, the absolutely. explicit lyric thing, oh, yeah. like oh, it's the music. Oh, that's, absolutely, rap now, music was rotting people's minds, exactly. kind of thing. And, and so, now it's the drugs. I mean, it's always been part of the. Drugs, and this is right? an interesting concept too about uh, younger people. Um, I have a friend that has a has a young son. And her young son was exposed to marijuana, or not marijuana, uh, Eminem. He's eight. Okay. okay. But, so, but he likes Eminem. Can that change your mind state just like drugs do if well, you expose a child to a certain kind of music? So she was wrestling with this, you know, her eight-year-old son likes Eminem. And, like, Eminem isn't really, like, a... You age know, appropriate? So, yeah, exactly. Like, okay. But here's the thing is that since he's already been exposed to it, 
she can't shield him from she that. She can't unexpose right. him. Right. And so what And what, the more she fights it, the more he's gonna and, go to that. And I mean really like this I mean, this girl's really got it figured out because she realizes this and so instead of, you know, trying to, to you know, shield her son from this, she's she decided to educate her son about what he has been exposed to. Well, there you and go. so that her son She's being a parent. Right. And so her son, like now that he's been exposed to something, it's not like you know, like, oh, you can't do that. And, oh, my God, that's so terrible and all this other kind of stuff. It's kind of like, okay, son, like, we, we need to talk about what he's talking about in his lyrics. And, w- you know, educating him about that that genre of music. And, I mean, obviously, it's a big undertaking. It can't be done in, a, in an afternoon. No, by any means. But continuously educating your child about the experiences and things that he's exposed to, I think is going to have a way better outcome than shielding yeah. your kids from and all of these And that should be things. used in every aspect of of that child's upbringing, not just right. drugs or music. So comes home a couple years like later and everything. says, yeah, I, I, me and my buddies smoked a cigarette. You know, it's like, okay, well, now that you've smoked a cigarette, like I can't necessarily like shield you from that, but I need but to educate you, you about that decision. You, you need made. to explain to them how it's addictive and back when Correct. it was being pushed on everyone in the lawsuits. And, you know, they need Correct. to know where this whole because it it's a society thing, right? Like we have little societal ticks and that's that's one of them. And we're where it's weird to kind of witness this shift to the other side with all the non-smoking, you know, restaurants and the bars and all that. Correct. Stuff. So we're, we're shifting more towards the other side of that. But there was a time when that was massively marketed. Oh, it yes. was cool. It, it, it was, it was whole, marketed to the younger kids. It was it a was whole image. To be cool, to be – it was and marketed that way. Those companies did that so much more intensely than any medical marijuana dispensary business otherwise has ever done. Even High Times is nowhere near the expanse of what those guys were Absolutely trying not. to push on kids. Absolutely not. And if if it hadn't gone down that way, I feel like a lot of us that smoke now would have never picked it up because that shift would have happened sooner. And because there's there's like three generations after mine that are just like smoking is fucking disgusting and they won't uh-huh. have anything to do with it. They know about the money thing, how much, you know, it's five bucks here, five bucks there. Then they up the price and like it adds up and they are firmly like they will never touch it. But our generation was like, man, let's, you know, let's, let's do that. Yeah. And I feel like if that shift would have happened sooner, we would have caught the tail end of that and sure. been okay. Sure. But we didn't. So now we're fucked. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Right? It's crazy to think about. I don't know. I don't know. How much the the how, how much, much our environment uh, influences yep. our decisions? Yep. You know, I think that I think that uh, I don't know if I've tried to explain this before, but it's like, you know, we're we're able to make choices, but because of the society we live in, some of our choices are kind of made up for us. And and I use an example of like a woman getting a job and makeup. Like, yeah, you don't have to wear makeup, but like. <laughs> society kind of requires that of you if you are going to be like presenting yourself in a professional light you know what i'm saying or like to the public and exactly and right. and if if you're an individual that doesn't feel that that is necessary or you don't ever want to wear that that's fine but like going into 
uh, society or going into you know a, a job interview or going into some place that where people are going to be judging you based on your looks, like it's almost kind of <laughs> yeah, which is everywhere. But that's it's almost yeah. like a requirement at a job interview for a woman to have makeup. Well, on. think about it this way: as our so is that well, hold on. So is that uh, really a choice that that person has to not do that? Like they yeah, can choose, but not they to may they may like suffer negative consequences correct. due to that. Tr- correct. Yeah, yeah, and and over something as 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 trivial and 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 lame is if somebody wants to put shit on their face or not exactly and notice the shift in how our our hd cameras are getting better and better and like the different kind and the more makeup that people have to use on tv because those cameras are picking up more you know back in the black and white days like who gives a fuck you know but now they're like yeah, you know, and that's and, not what you look like. But, but even you know, like you know, being the, on stage, you know, like theater makeup is always way more intense. Well, because, asking who's watching the Oscars right now? That shit's going on right now. I'm watching this my Twitter stream, just full of all of these people watching it, and just anyway, what's like, on TV? The Oscars. Uh, I don't know. It, movie it's awards? some sort of movie awards. Self ejaculative <laughs> movie awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you get an Oscar for being in a movie, right? Right. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah for okay. for pretending. Sheltered. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't watch television, I so either. I don't. You know. The only reason I knew that was because I keep watching people making fun of it on fucking Facebook and Twitter. About the only way that I consume media but is when somebody recommends something to go me. Go backstage there. How much makeup is there? Probably oh. like a a metric fucking ton, and everybody least. that's on that stage has makeup on, that's men crazy. included. A lot. They though, all have too. makeup artists. They yeah. all have that. And yeah. so, the, yeah, there's somebody's job for each person that's there. Yeah. to like make them look like that. That's yeah. crazy that that's a thing. And then, so you know, people that live vicariously through the television, they see uh-huh. that, and, and through that's, the celebrity lives, they, they replicate that in their yep. real life. But you know? then that makes it real in our society because Absolutely. we share society with those fucking idiots. Yep, yep. That sucks. And, and the dude. same goes with with <laughs> <laughs> you know the same goes with the interpretation on drugs and exactly. and the ability to make decisions for yourself because you know b- through the same channels or the same media presentations like the way things are presented are the way that people replicate those same things in their real life. They yep. they see it and then they want to replicate it. And then it. that makes it real. And that's the media kind of controlling your reality like what Timothy Leary was talking about. And it's about. so funny to think about how like, you know, it, it, this I don't think that that was the original intention with television or you know like the 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 having a TV. I that's... don't think that was the initial idea but then like after studies had been done to show that while you're watching television you're in a slight hypnotic state and in that hypnotic state you can't come up with cognitive doubt and so Mm -hmm. that because your brain isn't able to come up with conscious cognitive doubt you know that voice in your head that says wait a minute yep wait a minute, something's wrong with this, or this isn't real. Like, that voice is lulled to sleep, and so you're pretty much just, like, absorbing whatever is coming off of that box, and you're yep. in, and that becomes part of you. Your subconscious interprets what's going on on the screen. You know, and this is interesting, too, about subliminal messaging, is that it's not flashing pictures on the screen that Give gives you... Give us money. Yeah, it's, and it's not, it's not necessarily, money. like... 
hidden or like weird English language tied White into something. Or something. But, but actually it's like the colors that are coming on the screen yeah, yeah. and like the way the things are moving yep. and pulsing and things. That's what your subconscious is actually interpreting. You know, like if you look at McDonald's it's pattern recognition, that's it's all correct. about branding and like that. It's that whole, if you look at McDonald's, they use red and yellow for their colors. And so red is a color that kind of makes you hungry or, sure. or desire or something, you know kind what I'm saying? A, and yellow is a color that is not comfortable. Like right. and so like when you go into McDonald's like y- you're, hungry, you're hungry and so you and eat awkward. but then you leave right away you're awkwardly hungry <laughs> and you don't really want to be there because it's not a comfortable environment and that's McDonald's's whole plan Pump they don't want photo, people right? loitering numbers, numbers. they want people in and out in so they can yep. feed as many people as they can in and outs colors Red funny enough. enough. Red, red yellow. yellow. Weird, and then look right? at fast food commercials. That's there crazy. will be red yeah. in every fast food commercial, no matter what fast food company it is. Red. Oh, oh red. For sure. Fire on the grill, juicy red burgers hitting the grill. You know, and like this is stuff That's that makes crazy. you desire that. Yeah, yeah. And your cognitive doubt ability is not there. And so, oh, that looks good. Ooh, I'm hungry. Instead of like Wait a minute. That's not even really what that food. You know what I mean? Like you don't like the, the, there's like a, a everything you're being shown is not real until you go out and order one and it's there and then it's real. Like that's not and then, what it you know, is. Big Mac would like you to define real food. You know, 100% <laughs> beef is a great company name, but that's not really 100% uh, yeah, beef. Well. Especially when they mix ammonia in with that shit. But anyway, yeah. is what I'm saying yeah. is that like because of because of our um, absorption, uh, like because of the effect that um, the television and television programming has on us, it really sets a standard in our society. Yep. What it, because people are societal norms are That's... absorbing what they witness on television and then replicating it in their life. Because whether they think that uh, it's cool or right or whatever, because they've had that information absorbed into their conscious and subconscious they're going to replicate it regardless if they think it's right or wrong because it's already been absorbed without that barrier of of cognitive doubt hence uh television advertising and what what people see on the television and why it's so effective in infecting our society get it in front of the eyeballs do you think that's that's just that speaks to humans' own intrinsic need to just corrupt and capitalize on things? The TV programming started out as this nice, entertaining way to get information to people, and then the studies happened, and they're like, oh, we can... We could use this. We can do what? Oh. Right. Well, and also and think that about this. On, the greed takes over, I oh, think. Yeah. And like, where does it? There's end? some mar- smart. Okay, so like, think about what reality could be if if none of that had come into existence, or like, even this if it started totally to change different. orientation, sure. it could probably or if change the use case things. was yeah, Correct. yeah. So you burn more calories sleeping than you do <laughs> watching television, right? You have more brain activity sleeping than you do watching television. I mean, there's a lot of things about um, what, like spending a lot of time in front of this television. You'll notice that people that watch hours and hours of television usually are a little bit more like 
they, they attract drama into their lives because a lot of television is drama because based. Because they want that happy ending. Yeah, they want to cause yeah. a problem and then have a solution because it's that roller coaster. It's yep. that you have the ups and downs. And a relationship living- can be perfectly happy for so long and then something has to happen to give it that up. Correct. That's crazy. And that comes from these plot lines right Correct. and the story structure which are put together specific- much more fantastic than real life is and right. we're a- going to film you going to work every day like right like five, it's not you know, like what like, you see on television nobody has like you know everybody a lot of times on television it's like glamorous people, right yeah and they have the, these and perfect the lives on and they have of, this yeah. they have this surreal existence and that's, that's exactly what it is is it's surreal it's not it's 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 Kind of lifelike, but we live nobody through. really lives a life like that. Even the stars that are playing these roles, that is not what their life is like. They 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 do the same things that we do. They get up, they go to work, they pay taxes. I feel like they have more access, though, because of how much money they have made from doing what they were doing. I feel like that, that enables them. If I wanted to go fly a plane or go like if i was a celebrity i could just go buy one real quick go get my license and sure, do but that but now like i would have to does go. that add meaning to your life i don't know i like flying planes but i don't no, not necessarily no. i think with social media though it does because all of us are now looking at their streams and being like wow that's cool i wish that was me I wish that was me. I and wish so, that was me. Uh, you've known somebody that has been like, oh, I have to get home at 7 o'clock for the show, right? And so That's and, crazy. Planning your life around well, TV? That's The appalling. reason is, is because since you form relationships with the characters on these TV right, shows, right. you're actually going home and subconsciously socializing, it's living vicariously of, yeah. through these characters. And so that starts to become a part of your social experience, nope. which is in the hierarchy of human needs. Shelter or food, shelter, water, this, that, human relationships. Yep. And, you know, at the top of that pyramid is self-actualization, yep. which isn't obtainable through television. At but all. you can, But you can live vicariously through these characters. You can put it off long characters. enough to where it doesn't matter then. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about depression and suicide. Exactly. Well, let me so. give you some anecdotal evidence here. Uh, in my bedroom, just hypothetically imagine that there's a bedroom back there in this studio here where we, we do these shows that... uh Above under it is a human being that happens to watch a lot of porn at odd hours, and I almost feel like under I'm your bed. Wait, where's this person at? Downstairs, downstairs apartment. Oh, underneath of Which, your bedroom. Right. Okay. Exactly. Okay. okay. So I feel like I'm such a freaking nympho because eight hours I'm sleeping every night. I'm subconsciously hearing this porn that, and I wake up and I'm just like. I don't know. I just thought about that, and I think that might have a little to do with it. And if if you fall asleep watching TV, a lot of people do that. Well, I think what a lot do you of think people that has that effect on them that that they're getting that even more subconsciously. Are they more open to no? Here's the here's suggestion the thing. when they're like that, or while you're watching television, um, you're, I'm saying like like more you're of the lulled, sounds that like a lot of. A lot of people use television to escape their reality. You know, right. like they'll, they'll use television instead of drugs or instead of other things to take their mind off of their life. Sure, you know their stressors, their their experience. There was a whole thing, and so on it's kind of like being. It's kind of it's like an escape for individuals. It's also a good way. Like if you've had a long stressful day, you know, putting in a movie or something will really take yeah. your mind off of the stuff that's going on in your life. That's not necessarily healthy, right. but. <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of people that fall in front fall asleep while watching television. The reason they're watching it is so they're not thinking about their day or thinking about the next day or thinking about it's sort bigger of an things. Autopilot of yeah, it lulls yeah. you to sleep. A it's a slight hypnotic state. It's a sure. slight hypnotic state, and you can see this in young kids because their conscious minds aren't done developing. They are less consciously aware than an adult. When a small young individual is watching TV, sometimes you have to like snap your fingers mm-hmm. to get their attention. Well, and then you and get- that's because they are even more zoned into this yeah. television show than an adult is that has a but wider sense of that, awareness. The programming that those kids are watching is specifically tailored to their younger brain function. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. We're part of a Walt Disney that's generation. That's crazy, though. Like, like a lot of us you would grew expose up. your child to something that profound and that that changing to their personality like that's not your kid we we that's grew up in a fox's in a, kid exactly that's we grew crazy. up in a walt disney generation right like, you but know, some of us were lucky enough to escape that or to kind of be self-aware of what was happening at a younger age than others i don't think so really? i think i think that would have been I your fucking, parents's responsibility to to mm. sh- to Shield maybe you educate as, you from about right, that, right. or or you know what I mean, like instill you with a sense of like what's real, what's not. This is fantasy. That well, that has you know, to be done. You, you're anyway. not really princess, whatever. Horror and, movies aren't real for that one specific reason. You don't right. want your kids sleeping with you the rest of your fucking life, right? You know, so. Um, but, you know, a lot of kids our age grew up watching Walt Disney movies, yeah. and, like, that is a part of their experience. Mickey Mouse, dude. Um, that, I mean... Much like, you know, like, how, this is odd, but how religion... If yeah. you know what I'm saying, like when you're young, all those stories and all of that, like it becomes a part of you. Right. And then it's much harder to separate yourself from it's that a part of that collective history. Correct. And, and yeah. you know, if you talk to people our age about Walt Disney movies, a lot of people can they still like yeah. tell you about this plot lines, storylines, deeper thing, because it's it's really in your mind. Like it's part of you. you and you feel like a lot of those love stories that were in those Disney films get reenacted in real life like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs imitate- you do listen to too much porn <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway I'm just saying like that I think the ups and downs or the the wife wanting or the, the girl wanting that perfect wedding like that absolutely whole, I think that comes the from the American that. Nightmare yeah that's the American crazy. nightmare that that is it's it's a pipe dream like none of that should be fulfilling it's all so shallow yeah is um, it fulfilling I mean it's I almost feel like that there's a whole epicenter of the internet that's based on just let me come here and check out for a sec. Quick five-minute videos. Quick, like, killing time. Now here's helping the, pass time. There's a, there's a difference between using a computer and the internet because it's interactive. You actually have to, you ha- have to use your conscious mind to control the computer like you have to input and see like what I was talking about television earlier like the same doesn't apply to video games because you are interacting with that you have to make decisions and you're calculating things and same thing with using the computer you have to use the mouse and you're browsing and you right but think about this actually like on the computer there's a you you get a memory of sorts when you're like when you install software you click okay 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 right so I there's a, a whole new side of advertising that's like tailoring these ads and and then putting it where you're looking at on the screen like 
you're more interactive, but they're more, you know, they take advantage of that, I feel like, almost. But and, using and then, a computer while you're actually, like, using the computer, not watching a movie on it, but while you're using it, you were not in a slight hypnotic state. Sure. You were fully conscious, and you were making decisions and contemplating... Am Unless you're looking here? at Hypnotoad. Whatever that is. Futurama? What about singing horses? Sure. Have you ever seen this singing horses? This is my horses? horse. My no, horse no, no, is no, no. a no, no. Okay, after the show, I'll show you singing okay. horses. Can't wait. It's ridiculous. If you want, it's like it's, if you look up singinghorses.swf. It's I was watching Rats on Cocaine earlier. Wow. That was a great cartoon. Wow. It's a cartoon. Um, so we have this we have this slight hypnotic state uh, and, and how effective advertising is and how effective, you know, the, the news sources are and how effective television well, programming new- is to your subconscious. But then right. think about the the negative things that are conveyed with our topic of drugs and cannabis is that when there are negative stories after negative story after negative story on the television about cannabis or other Reef drugs, that gets replicated in society because people take what's on television and make that their reality. Yep. Well, so, that's where the whole scary bias of the news comes in because it, the news isn't just reporting the news. It's giving you a certain spin to it creating more reality for you that's why and and i'm going to tie this all the way back to the colorado independent there we go and say thank you for having a positive another positive article um to show your constituents and whoever else reads that that there is a positive side now if we could get a televised version of that article god that would be awesome a little 30 second commercial about Cannabis lowering the the suicide Why rates. Isn't there it would be more... way more effective than a three page article. Oh, absolutely. Why isn't there more advertising like that? Not saying come to our dispensary and spend your money or anything, but, but lower this suicide is a public rates, service announcement. That kind of thing. For the public, FYI, you know, like why why don't we see more of that? Is that illegal because it's a Schedule One substance, so we can't? Um, or is it? I mean, who's going to pay for it? I don't know. All of us? I think it comes down to who's going to Do we pay have for a million? It. Can we reach a million people on the internet that all smoke pot and each have a dollar that you can put into this fund that we can do that? Like, I mean, that seems such a trivial You would think it was like thing. that, That's but so trivial. raising that money, I have a dollar? doing that kind of thing I'm poor and is I'm very a... difficult. Yeah, I, I hear you. And and then there's that whole the wall of the people that are just satisfied anyway that that don't care one way or another because their life is is fine you know I can get my pot and live my life and you can have yours keep it on the download I keep mine you know you can have yours I'm gonna have mine right now you can and have eat yours it and I don't know there's a whole I wonder if that person of, still listens to the show I don't know I'm sure he does you know what I mean because like but there's a whole <laughs> we've never let pod- that go oh no never that's a recurring <laughs> theme that's what we call in the, in the podcast industry a callback. Uh, awesome. <laughs> I know. Awesome. What do you think's more broke of an industry? The Montana cannabis industry as a whole or the podcast industry? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. We're all just broke. Everybody's broke. Tough economy. Putting, putting you know your what? money where your mouth is is a difficult thing because it's a gamble. Because if you put your money into something and it doesn't succeed, it may feel like you've wasted like if all of a sudden marijuana turned out to like just kill people we would look like total assholes oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) you know like oh oh, fuck hey matt remember that time you made fun of having 13 plants and ooh, what's gonna happen yeah it happened (laughs) it fucking happened all right who's the asshole now 
<laughs> oh fuck. So uh, we got some news, I guess we can get to before we wrap up. If you live in California, uh, Frisco, more importantly, uh, the federal warning came out for dispensary owners. And I guess they had a truce before, but that is no longer the case. Uh, for a $1,500 fee and adherence to rules over water usage, odor control, and distance from neighbors, marijuana farmers working for groups of patients could grow up to 99 plants. Is that weird? They kind of adopted that 99 number as, like, is that, that seems, that, that's interesting. Uh, on arbitrary. Five, arbitrary. On five acres of land. They're just pulling out a hat, just throwing darts. Arbitrary. Throwing I mean, shit it's at like, the wall. Yeah, it's okay. like, fuck. Uh, numbered red zip ties had to be affixed to each plant, confirming the county seal of approval and giving a visiting deputy proof the pot was legally grown. Thank God. 99 plants on five acres of land. Is that a good use of your resources? I I live on five acres of land. Could you grow more than 99 plants there and still have room to live? Yes. Okay. Just saying. The one-of-a-kind program generated a whopping $663,000 for the Sheriff's Department. High-five Sheriff's Department. Who got a new cruiser? Huh? <laughs> Who's rolling around in a brand-new cruiser? Uh, and prompted inquiries from other jurisdictions interested in creating their own. Hey, hey, excuse me, can we get ours, too? Hey, we want our 5%. <laughs> Uh, but this month, the permitting system became the most striking casualty of the crackdown on medical marijuana cultivation and distribution by California's federal prosecutors. Those guys, total dicks. I, I could I could present that in court. Your Honor, Exhibit A. I, d- I don't want you presenting anything in court. I, I don't do <laughs> That's probably not a good idea. Uh, so the, the, the uh, California's federal prosecutors uh, and the Board of Supervisors ended the experiment... Huh? This hey, we're just messing. Oh, was that your life? Oh no, we're just messing around. This is just a little experiment. After the U.S. Attorney of Northern California threatened to take the county to court, this is your U.S. Attorney threatening to take your county to court for helping produce an illegal drug. Thank you. Quote: We thought we had something that was working and was making our life easier, so we could turn our attention to other pressing matters yes believe it or not there are other pressing matters in in this world yes i would agree with how that. are we going to raise taxes without raising the suicide rate equally how are we going to just milk this populace for everything it's worth we have other things to deal with taking advantage uh, after four and a half months, federal government's highly publicized offensive has reverberated and evenly throughout California. It has resulted in a near total shutdown of storefront pot dispensaries in some cities that welcomed federal intervention. The feds are like vampires. Once you invite them in, pfft, it's over. You better start staking hearts. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. They, I mean... You did that. $667,000. Bye. Or $663,000. I just paid $1,500 to grow 99 plants on this five-acre plot of land. So terrible, Ian. Yeah. Uh, if you have but on di- the bright side. Yeah. You know, at, at least they tried. Uh, they, they did try. A for effort. Hey, at, at, least, at least the black market can get back back up to where it was you know i know a lot of those guys took hits this year uh, in the economy just 
You think so? I think so. I think a lot of people went went legit. I mean, not necessarily here, but you know, in other states where it's maybe a little less invasive to get a card. I I think so. All right. Uh, if you are delivery service, watch out because federal and local authorities again. It's drug trafficking. Uh, yeah, you're you're in essence. Trafficking, trafficking drugs. drugs. Yes, you are. More than two hundred medical marijuana collectives with in your Diego. Attorney, and, and, yeah. <laughs> check with your lawyer. This, check with your federal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Check with someone. Uh, Seek legal advice. How many ours. jobs are lost in two hundred medical marijuana collectives in San Diego shutting down? Uh, so a few jobs. Fifteen hundred. Sucks, man. Should have went to school. <laughs> <laughs> so, God, that's. I mean. You could you could evolve such cool fucking technology with apps and with mobile and and a delivery service and a fucking store for like you could do so much cool shit with medical marijuana if they weren't such dicks about it. Your honor. <laughs> They're being dicks. Your honor. I'd like to move the You're the, gonna follow the anything rude you say with your honor. I'm just saying. Like there's That's a I, crock of shit and I fucking hate it, Your Honor. <laughs> Uh, I, there's so much cool stuff that could be done, and and that, and then in turn would have applications in other industries. Like you can apply that to so many things. That's so <laughs> stupid. I hate you. More people should call in and leave messages. Yeah, or call in and period. Or call in period four zero six two zero four four six eight seven. Uh, I think that's gonna do it we have anything else dude i really... like today's show that was a good show i Absolutely. ranted about television i know well f- kill your television throw it out the window listen to more podcasts and uh allegedly if you really want to get them just be a pirate say you know what i'm not gonna pay for that crap but i will find it online and i will watch it commercial free so <laughs> up yours <laughs> your honor <laughs> i guess i am a pirate fuck um. Yeah, I think that the, nothing else really. I mean, just yeah, more of the let's same. Go smoke right? The, again. The DOJ bullying states, which isn't new. Um, oh, I did want to talk about this real quick. There was a girl in Oregon. She was 14. She told her parents, "Hey, going to a slumber party." Know what happened? Her and her friends went to a party with booze and marijuana, and she died because she inhaled too much helium. So. That was in the marijuana news feed. I thought it was interesting because they mentioned the word marijuana, marijuana. because it was at the party. Right. No, Which you could have taken a sample of all the homes on that block, one of them having a party. I bet at least half of the homes would have had marijuana in them. Probably. So, But just probably not as many had helium. Interesting. Where'd that come from? You, do you think it was nitrous and they just no. fucked up and thought it was helium? Absolutely like, not. You think they were talking funny? Yeah. Talking funny. Okay. Fourteen year olds. You know this means fourteen year olds are going to have more fun. I think talking funny with helium than then taking nonsense. Like, wall, wall, wall. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I don't think, know though. Do you think dub dubstep has anything to do with maybe making that shift? Maybe they like the wah wahs more on on yeah, that maybe. fart sounding crap. <laughs> Sorry, I, I do enjoy some Skrillex here and there, but other than that, just yeah. stop it. Let's go smoke. All right. Thanks, Leave guys. Email info at hotboxpodcast.com. Leave us a message. Like I said, 406 Check out the Facebook, and we'll...
Catch you guys later. If you like you like this is where where you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the podcast.